You are listening to the audio podcast of the weekly message preached at Central United Methodist Church in Arlington, Virginia. You're invited to worship with us in person on Saturdays at 4.30 p.m. or virtually through Zoom or Facebook on Sundays at 10.30 a.m. Visit us at www.cumcballston.org. There you can learn more about our congregation and how we worship God, serve others, and embrace all. Good morning. Today's scripture comes from the Common English Bible, Luke 1, verses 39 through 58. Mary visits Elizabeth. Mary got up and hurried to a city in the Judean highlands. She entered Zechariah's home and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the child leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. With a loud voice, she blurted out, God has blessed you above all women, and he has blessed the child you carry. Why do I have the honor that the mother of my Lord should come to me? As soon as I heard your greeting, the baby in my womb jumped for joy. Happy is she who believed that the Lord would fulfill the promises he made to her. Mary praises God. Mary said, with all my heart, I glorify the Lord. In the depths of who I am, I rejoice in God, my Savior. He has looked with favor on the low status of his servant. Look, from now on, everyone will consider me highly favored, because the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He shows mercy to everyone, from one generation to the next, who honors him as God. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered those with arrogant thoughts and proud inclinations. He has pulled the powerful down from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty-handed. He has come to the aid of his servant Israel, remembering his mercy just as he promised to our ancestors, to Abraham and to Abraham's descendants forever. Mary stayed with Elizabeth about three months and then returned to her home. When the time came for Elizabeth to have her child, she gave birth to a boy. Her neighbors and relatives celebrated with her because they had heard that the Lord had shown her great mercy. This is the word of God for the people of God. Good morning. I just want to spend a few minutes. I know that uh, Dainty did a great job of introducing me, and she took a lot out of what I was going to say. So, um, but yeah, my name is Marty Ringenbach. I am the pastor at Arlington Temple United Methodist Church in Roslyn. And if you're asking yourself, is the one with the gas station? Yes, it's the gas station church. Um, I was born and raised in North Carolina, and so there's a little bit of a southern twang in my voice. Um, my husband Todd and I have lived in Northern Virginia for almost 30 years, so I've lost some of that twang, 
but it tends to come back whenever I talk to my sister on the phone and I talked to her this morning. So it might be really heavy today. Um, I also want to know a, a connection of you uh, with you at Central. Um, in 1999, I was the director of Ken Haven Preschool. And so I am very familiar with your old building and your ministry, and I am so happy to be here with you today. I'm sorry for the circumstances, and we pray that um, Pastor Sarah will make a quick recovery uh, just in time for Christmas. So uh, friends, would you please join me in a word of prayer? Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we do thank you. We thank you that we are gathered both near and far Uh, through the gift of technology, through the gift of connection in this room, through the gift of the connection of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for the words that you have given me this day to share with your children. I pray that the message that you would have for them is heard through my words or in spite of them. But listen, as we listen for your word today. Amen. So I have to tell you, I was always jealous of my husband, Todd. When our children were younger, it never failed. Every day when he came home from work, they would jump up from whatever they were doing and they would squeal with delight and they would run to him and embrace him and they would shout, dad's home, dad's here. I never experienced this kind of greeting from my children. Mostly because I was the one that normally picked them up from school or daycare and brought them home. And when they were older, I was always home when they got home from school off the bus. And when my husband Todd arrived later in the day, even as teenagers, the same thing would happen. They would run him no matter what they were doing. And dad is home. Dad is here. Even the dog would jump and bark. Now I want you to fast forward to 2016. In 2016, I was appointed to serve a church in Richmond, and it required me to live apart from the family. So I lived in Richmond in an apartment, and I would come home on my days off and the occasional weekend when I wasn't preaching. And I noticed during that time, as my children were young adults now, as I got out of the car in my driveway or when I walked through the door, The children would shout, oh, mom's home, mom is here. And the dog would jump and bark and greeting. It would fill me with great joy because I knew that my husband was not getting that greeting when I was not there. Around the holidays, I think we experience this kind of greeting from family and friends. We experience that joy, that emotional connection, that delight happiness caused by something exceptionally good or satisfying. And it's interesting because I looked up joy and I wanted to see a definition and I found this. It's a source or cause of keen pleasure or delight. Something or someone greatly valued or appreciated. And I noticed that in this definition that joy is something that bubbles up in us as a result of an outside source. Joy is not something that we create, but rather something that is created in and through us. 
In our scripture passage today, we read about the embrace of Mary and Elizabeth. And then we hear Mary's song called the Magnificat. It's also referred to a song as a song of praise. The name is taken from the first line of this ancient hymn where Mary begins, and I'm using the new living or not the living new revised standard translation. You're using common English, I'm using NRSV. And in that translation, Mary says, My soul magnifies the Lord. I love that word magnify. When we think about magnifying something, we understand, right? For the us who wear glasses, we understand about magnifying. I need things magnified so I can read the page, the words on the page. But a magnifying glass or magnifying glasses makes something look bigger. It expands it. And Mary is magnifying what Elizabeth said to her in her greeting. So listen again to these words. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greetings, the child leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit and exclaimed with a loud cry, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Then Elizabeth goes on to say, Why has this happened to me? That the mother of my Lord would come to me. For as soon as I heard your greeting, The child in my womb leaped for joy. Elizabeth experiences joy and excitement that just cannot be contained. And it cannot be fully described. She's filled with the Holy Spirit and blurts out a greeting and a blessing. The baby even jumps. Elizabeth is saying, Mary is here. Elizabeth offers Mary a blessing. God has blessed you above all women, and he has blessed the child you carry. Happy is she who believed that the Lord would fulfill the promises made to her. Happy, joyful, blessed. Mary has believed that God would do as God promised. She believed the message from the angel Gabriel. Mary has received confirmation in those words of greeting provided by Elizabeth because Elizabeth explains the child in my womb leaped for joy. And Mary responds to Elizabeth's greeting by magnifying that blessing, by expanding it and making it bigger so that we and Elizabeth can see the details. Mary says, with all of my heart, I glorify the Lord. And in the depths of who I am, I rejoice in God, my Savior. Think about that phrase, in the depths of who I am. Mary's joy is not just pure happiness, but it's pure rejoicing. Finding joy in the depths of who she is from her core, from her center, from that essence within her that makes her her. Have you ever felt that joy from your core? From deep inside? That joy that bursts forth, that cannot be contained or controlled, that joy that bubbles up and the only response is to laugh or to cry or to shout or to jump or to squeal. My friends, that is core joy. 
joy from the center of who you are. And after that initial reaction of this joy bursting forth, you begin to magnify the joy by talking about it. That's exactly what Mary is doing. Mary is magnifying the blessing from God in a prophetic voice. And we understand about prophets. Their job is to paint a picture of God's future. And Mary's song points not only to God's future work in Christ, but serves to magnify the work that God is already about in the life of Mary and in the nation of Israel. Mary understands that God has shown her mercy and that God will show mercy to all from generation to generation of those who honor and serve God as their God. She's saying that God's future is about God's mercy and care for all of God's people. And Mary continues to magnify what God is doing and will doing. And when she does, we notice this reversal of the norm, right? These works are both completed, but they are yet to come. God will, God has scattered those with arrogant thoughts and proud inclinations. This is the work that the baby that she carries will do in the life of the nation Israel. Jesus will talk to those who believe they have cause to be proud. Jesus talks with the religious leaders of his day and points to a better way to serve God. He teaches that we serve with humility instead of superiority. Jesus shows the way of compassion. Mary says, God will, God has pulled the powerful down from their thrones and lifted up the lowly. Jesus will, through his earthly ministry and the continued work of the disciples of Christ from generation to generation, we will speak to those in positions of power so that they might surrender to the true king and rule with justice. The lowly, those who are considered the untouchables, the unclean, the outsiders, they will be lifted. We know that Jesus stood with those on the margins of society. No one was to be left out, left alone, or left behind. God will and God has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty-handed. Jesus would fill the hungry with good things. Not only did Jesus feed the multitudes literally, but also filled those who hungered for compassion and freedom and hope so that they were filled with the promises of the kingdom of God. Lastly, Mary proclaims, God has come to the aid of his servant Israel, remembering his mercy, just as he proclaimed to our ancestors and their descendants. Mary's child is the fulfillment of the promise that God has made to Israel and that God makes to us. God's mercy through the life, death, and resurrection of Christ frees us to proclaim the good news to all we meet. And like Mary, we are called to magnify the blessings from the depths of who we are.
There's an interesting thing about magnifying glasses. It not only makes things bigger to see the details, but it can also change our perspective. I want you to try this at home. Take a magnifying glass and take a picture. Set the picture and step back away. Oh, there's a thing here. Step back away and hold the magnifying glass at arm's length to look at the picture. When you do, you will notice something interesting happen. The image will flip upside down. The Magnificat is God saying Jesus is coming and he's going to turn the world upside down. And he's going to call us to do the same thing. As freed people of God, we are called to free others by sharing the good news of God's future with them. Because freed people free people. As Advent comes to a close and we anticipate the coming of the Christ child anew on Christmas Day, how might you be a magnifying disciple? Will you share the message of love and mercy? Will you work to lift the lowly and feed the hungry? Will you magnify the image of Christ through your service to others? I pray for you. May God's love be poured out in your life and result in the bubbling of joy from the center of who you are so that you will jump, you will shout, you will squeal in delight and say, Jesus is here. Amen.